This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, June 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Ross pleas for aggressive climate action. USDA raises inflation estimate. Ocean carriers responding to OSRA at H-2A to allow year-round workers. Ross, we're losing opportunities to self-correct climate change. The Air Resources Board last week reviewed the first draft of a controversial update to the state's climate scoping plan with several Newsom cabinet members weighing in. CDFA Secretary Karen Ross said the ambitious climate goals will send important policy signals to the marketplace and researchers to unleash innovation and technology solutions. She explained how farmers are already living climate change with unprecedented fallowing in the Sacramento Valley and with the Imperial Valley facing 40% water cuts. Climate change is, quote, coming at us much faster than anticipated, said Ross, pleading that we are losing out on the opportunities to self-correct on this and we can't afford to take our time. She called for working together aggressively to save agriculture and protect communities. This is a challenging goal on working lands like agriculture because crops change all the time, said Ross. It's going to take some time and effort for us to invest in how to monitor, measure, and better quantify it in a more precise way. Environmentalists fear lithium impacts to farm water. Shifting California to carbon neutrality by 2045 will come with trade-offs, according to Martha Dina Aguia, Executive Director of the Physicians for Social Responsibility, Los Angeles. Aguia, who serves on CARB's Environmental Justice Advisory Committee, shared several concerns at last week's meeting on the proposed climate plan. The rise in electric vehicles, for one, would lead to an increase in lithium extraction. She worried this would contaminate water and take water allotments away from farmers and tribes while displacing rural communities. Aguia advocated for impacted communities to have a seat at the table for any policy considerations on lithium. Remember, Governor Newsom has been pushing a plan to reban the Salton Sea as California's Lithium Valley and tap into a locally sourced ingredient for battery production. His budget proposal would support this through tax credits, streamlined permitting, and $80 million for a new academic training center. Keep in mind, during a Food and Agriculture Board meeting last month, California's new Labor Secretary cautioned that lithium is not going to solve that region's challenges. It will bring very good jobs, not just as many as we would want. Costa says drought support is needed in California. California Representative Jim Costa says his state needs short-term funding and long-term investments to support farmers struggling with drought. In an appearance on AgriPulse Newsmakers, the House Agriculture Committee Democrats said Congress has provided resources in last year's American Rescue Plan and the recent bipartisan infrastructure package, but more needs to be done. He said, we have a broken water system. We need short-term funding to deal with immediate impacts of drought in the Central Valley, which is taking place last year and this year, Costa said. Then we need long-term investments to provide additional storage, additional groundwater recharge, and to make sure that our water conveyance facilities are capable of moving water from where we have it to where 
we don't. That's balancing our water needs for agriculture and California for urban needs and for the environment. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. USDA raises inflation estimate. The Department of Agriculture has sharply raised its forecast for food inflation this year. The Economic Research Service now believes supermarket prices will be up between 8.5 and 9.5% this year. In May, ERS had estimated grocery prices would rise by 7 to 8% for 2022. USDA is forecasting double-digit increases this year for poultry, eggs, dairy, and bakery products, and fats and oils. By the way, USDA says rapid increases in consumption of dairy products is driving recent price increases at the store. Prices for dairy products rose 2.6% in May. They're expected to be up another 11% this year. Farm-level milk prices forecast to be up as much as 33% this year over last year. Representative Johnson Ocean carriers already responding to OSRA. Ocean carrier companies are already showing signs that they are changing their ways when it comes to refusing to haul containers full of U.S. farm goods, even though the federal rule that is expected to compel them to do so is still months from enactment, according to Representative Dusty Johnson, a Republican of South Dakota. Johnson said, I've talked to numerous shippers in the last two weeks, and they have told me things have gotten better just at the prospect of the Ocean Shipping Reform Act. Johnson was the co-author of the original House version of the bill and spoke with AgriPulse. He said, I think things have gotten better. They are clearly nowhere near they need to be, but I think clearly as the Federal Maritime Commission does rule promulgation, industry is going to take note. The FMC is now writing the federal rule required under OSRA to spell out when ocean carriers cannot unreasonably refuse to book space on ships for U.S. ag exports. Johnson said he's doing what he can to make sure the rule will be as effective as possible. He said he's spoken to four FMC commissioners since Congress passed OSRA earlier this month. SCOTUS decision leaves Vilsack particularly concerned for rural women. Last week's Supreme Court decision to overturn the landmark Roe v. Wade decision granting women access to abortion drew comments from all over the political realm, including from Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. In a statement Friday, Vilsack specifically called out his concerns for women and families in rural areas in light of the announcement. Yesterday, their health care options were limited. Today, the hurdles they face in accessing reproductive care have grown taller, Vilsack said. The department stands ready to explore the tools at our disposal to support them. A USDA spokesperson declined to elaborate on the, quote, tools at our disposal, Vilsack missioned. H-2A redo, amendment revived to allow year-round workers. It's becoming an annual ritual. The House Appropriations Committee has once again adopted an amendment that would allow farmers to use H-2A workers all year, not just seasonally. However, the provision has little chance of making it through the annual appropriations process and becoming law. The amendment offered by Representatives Henry Cuellar, the Texas Democrat, and Dan Newhouse, the Washington Republican, was added by voice vote to the committee's fiscal 23 Homeland Security spending bill on Friday. But previous versions of the amendment have been dropped since when during negotiations with the Senate. Committee Chairwoman Rosa DeLauro 
Connecticut Democrat, made clear she was opposed to the amendment, saying, quote, it would fundamentally alter the H-2A visa program. Cuellar said his amendment would just ensure that all agriculture is able to utilize the program. Well, here's today's She Said It. We will not be able to feed people if agriculture is not a part of this solution. That's CDFA Secretary Karen Ross. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, June 27th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chuck Alley.